Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Have you heard of, or maybe you do, at the beginning of the year when people are setting their New Year's resolutions, some people like to choose a word for the year. And some people give it a lot of thought. Some people may even pray on it. I typically don't pick a word of the year. It's I don't know, it's just kind of hasn't been my thing. Some years... I have felt that a word has just kind of been given to me, maybe by the Holy Spirit or by circumstance. Um, In 2019, I really felt like my word was light. And that was a word that worked for me and that I seemed to stumble across a lot. 2020, I don't even recall having a particular word. But in 2021, I very strongly felt that a word was being suggested to me. And I do feel like It was divinely inspired. And when I say the word, some of you, particularly my female friends, may recoil. But stick with me. I'm going to explain this to you. Are you ready? My word for 2021 is submit. Yikes! That is not a popular word in 2021. That is kind of the last thing anybody wants to do. But stick with me because we're going to unpack this and we're going to talk about what James has to say about it. Now I am picking up in James chapter four and I'm in verse kind of six B. If we back up to six A, James says, and he gives grace. Boy, I have hard hard time saying that. He gives grace generously as the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. In my estimation, the opposite of submission is pride. I feel like there's a lot of pride that isn't good pride. I don't mean, oh, I'm so proud of my child. He made the honor roll or, oh, I'm so proud of my husband. He does such a good job at work or la la la. Get where I'm going. I'm talking about the pride that makes me think that I'm better than you, which I'm not. God opposes that kind of pride. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Now, let's be clear. Our humility does not earn us the grace of God. Humility only puts us in a position to receive the gift that God freely gives, the gift of grace. So therefore, we should what? Submit to God. In light of the grace that's offered to the humble, there's only one thing to do. Submit to God. This means to order yourself under God, to surrender to him as a conquering king, and that way to start receiving the benefits of his reign, his grace that he generously gives. Verse six. So if you're hearing me, you know that I'm not submitting to some kind of human authority. I'm not submitting to man. I'm not submitting to, um, anything of this earth. I am submitting to the king and the king only to God. Surrender to God, 
surrender to him as your conquering king, and start to receive the benefits. Now, much of the world does not submit to God. Pretty much people submit to themselves. And what do they call that? They call that their rights. Did anybody hear any kind of squabbling and going on and on about rights this year? It's my right to fill in the blank. It's my right to not fill in the blank. And they think by waving their rights flag that they are not submitting. However, James would suggest if you are not submitting to God, you may be submitting to the enemy, the father of all lies, who will use anything to steal, kill, and destroy God's people. And he's going to convince you that your rights make you more important than anyone else. Do you think that that might be true? I think that it is not. So what does James say about this? Verse seven, he says, so humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Spoiler alert, we're on the winning side. If you are on the side of Jesus, if you are submitting to God, our team has already won and we have been given the gift to resist the devil. And James says he will flee from you. Verse eight, come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Now, I know people don't like being called sinners. It's not really very popular anymore. You know why? Because we think that we are so good. But the Bible would tell us that even our good, our good works, even our best works are filthy rags before the Lord. We cannot ever be good enough. And that I do not say that to make you feel defeated. What I mean is, if we are good, it is by the grace of God that that goodness is shown. And so let's just be really honest here. Everyone is a sinner. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone intentionally makes poor choices occasionally. So when he says you sinners, he's talking to all of us. Purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. We talked about this yesterday. If you are a friend of the world, you're not a friend of God. And in order to be a friend of God, you have to submit. There are lots of ways that you can do this. You can do this through worship, through praise, in prayer. You know that time at the beginning of a church service where there's lots of cool music and you know, you're really getting into it. And sometimes depending on which church you even attend, maybe you feel like you're at a really cool concert. It's not for you. That whole time at the beginning of church is to get your heart ready to worship God, to allow yourself to be present in that moment and to spend time praising God. You can ask counsel of God. You can commune with God really in anything in the general course of your life can draw you nearer to God. Let me finish up this little section. Verse nine, let there be tears for what you have done. Be sorry when you are a jerk and you make a mistake. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord and what? He will lift you up in honor. 
I think what we need to know here is that the joy of the Lord is going to so far surpass any of the fleeting, quote unquote, joys of the world. They are fleeting, my friends. You cannot take anything of the world with you. Everything here is temporary. And yet the joy of the Lord is forever. And the way you get that is to humble yourself and submit to his authority. Now, tomorrow we're going to wrap up the end of chapter four with a warning against judging others, which I think James has talked about before. So it must be really important that he has circled back to it. And then a warning about self-confidence. Don't miss it. See you back here tomorrow. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.